This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, welcome back, Laurie and Julia's show, My Talk 107 on everything entertainment. Thank you for joining us. Julia is out, so that means uh, Holly Roberts is with us today. And of course, Laurie. Thank you so much. Thank you so much to these Greyhounds playing Edina East tomorrow night at 6 o'clock. Uh, Easty Beasties. Easty Beasties. against the Cake Eaters. That's right. Cake Eater against Cake Eater. Are East 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 cake, East eaters? cake eaters? Oh yeah, that's a cake. We're the cake eaters. Really? Oh, oh yeah, I, we we love it. Like we'd go to hockey games, and when the other team would come out, we'd stand up and wave money at them. Oh my god! Oh yeah! Oh or, my god! Or one time, one time, like in a tournament situation, we all put up newspapers. And like, ter- I mean, just terrible. I mean, or eating cake. Or, oh, yeah, yeah. Just leaning into it. Oh, yeah, we leaned right. into the... Oh, if you're a goodness. cake eater, you embrace the cake eating. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wear a top hat and tails to the next Basically, why not? Well, speaking <laughs> of top hat and tails, so, so excited that uh, Andy Cohen has had like a good clubhouse this week. And last night, he had the stars... Of Hello Dolly, the um, second set of stars, because of course uh, Bette Midler finished in yes. like, January seventh, and I think she did it with who's the guy from um, David Hyde Pierce. Thank you. Oh, lovely, lovely. So now, if you were going to New York and you were going to see Hello Dolly uh, on Broadway, which I think that would be a blast. Yes. Now you will see Bernadette Peters and Victor Garber. So you won either way. If you saw oh, yeah. Bette, you won. If you see Bernadette, you win. Yeah. Exactly, and uh, of course. Uh, Victor Garber, we forget how many things he's been in. A lot of people will know him from Alias. Yes. And I think I was first made aware of him in the first Wives Club. Ah. Oh, I loved him yeah. in that movie. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, he's, he's been he's in a, so much more. He, and he's Broadway just veteran. like yeah. been, a, he's a Broadway veteran. He's oh, handsome. Yeah. He's been around forever. He's super talented. And as Andy pointed out last night, the first thing he saw him in was the movie Godspell, and he was uh, oh, Jesus wow. with the clown face God and suspenders. Spell. Yeah, yeah. That's mm-hmm. about 70s. Yeah, 70s. Okay, so here's uh, someone, of course, has to ask Victor Garber about, um, did his, was, uh, they were co-stars, was he the dad? On Alias? character? I don't know. I, I, don't know. I never watched it. I can't even think okay. of it. Julia would be mad at me right there now because she would know. <laughs> All right. Go. Victor, when is the last time you talked to Jennifer Garner, and how is she doing since her split from Ben? I missed the first part. How, when was the last time you spoke oh. to Jennifer Garner and how is she doing post everything? You married the two of them. I did, yes. Yeah. I did. That's <gasps> my other yes, line of work. Oh. I, I, um, I, I, uh, I spoke to her uh, like a couple of days ago. She's doing really well. She's uh, Her children are great and uh, she's uh, working and she's uh, extraordinary. 
Very bland. I'm not giving away anything. Jennifer is we working. We saw everything we needed to see at the Oscars. She was oh. giving us single girls and loving it vibes oh. so hard. My I gosh. loved it. Vol- voluminous hair, touch up on the face. That Versace dress was gorgeous on yeah. her. And you know, Julie and I have probably seen her three times at the Screen Actor Guild Awards and uh, all three times were with Ben. Yes. They didn't walk together. They walked separately because there's like a lot of people wanting to talk to the both of them. And sure. That's what we noticed. The real stars, like if they're big stars, they break up and walk separately. Mm-hmm. Angelina and Brad do it. But she always stopped and smiled and let us get a picture of her and wait for it. Like, you know... She didn't, her publicist is pulling her away and she stopped. And but you guys were saying her name and she heard she you heard and us she wanted and to dazzled. And you. so I can only imagine oh. how dazzling she was. Yes. Being free of Ben and, you know, whatever. And just like stopping and letting everybody feel her <laughs> vibration. Oh, love oh. it. All right. Let's play the next one, Donnie. Are you super surprised that people are still talking to you about that movie? Oh, Titanic. Yes. No, I mean, yes. I, 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 when I was making it, I never yeah, expected it know. to have the response that it did. Uh, well, I think none of us, maybe Jack right. Cameron thought that, but right. but we actors were like, how long is this going to take? Right. And, um, <laughs> uh, and, then, and then when I saw it, the, the premiere, I thought, oh, this is an amazing achievement. And right. I was so proud to be a part of it. But when you're making something like that, you never know. Do you, wasn't that a huge pain in the ass to make? Didn't it take forever yeah. and a nightmare? Yeah. yeah. It was really, really, that was hard. Yeah. It was hard. And, and uh, uh, it, it, was, uh, it was, we were in a small town in uh, Rosarito, Mexico, and we were, it, was, it was an odd, like six, seven months I was there. Who was your best friend on the, in the cast? You know, um, uh, David Warner and uh, Jonathan Hyde and the captain, all the all the older Brits. We played Scrabble. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and who did he play again in Titanic? Was he uh, Rose's stepfather, the man who was going to marry her mom or something? Or? Uh, I remember his character being more benevolent than the others. Like, David Warner was the older villain yes, in that movie. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I've only Thomas seen that movie Andrews once. Okay. Was his character so, name. All right. Well, that's yeah. all right. Okay. Play the next one. Okay. Play the thing uh, Bernadette sharing what advice Bette Midler gave her for Hello, Dolly. Neither do you get a chance to speak with Bette Midler or David Hyde Pierce about your roles, and did they offer you any advice? What advice did Bette give you? She actually gave me her uh, research. She had these books of research, the different scripts and where it came from and different things like that. Wow. And did Uh, you read that research? I started to. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just stay with, stick with this. Right, right, right. And, and David was very sweet. He said, where are you from? I said, from Queens. He said, oh, you're perfect for this role. Right. What did, did you talk to David at yes, all? Yes, yes. But I, I never really talked to him about the role. I just, I just uh, we're very close friends. And I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to. So I, I went to see him. Yeah. And I just went backstage. And it was before I knew. I, no, I, I guess I knew I was doing it. And then at that point, and he, he just embraced me and said, this will be such a great thing for you to do. Wow. And he, and he came to see it the other night. That's nice. Beyond generous. Oh, best friends. I know. How sweet. It's like past, like, go ahead and date my ex-girlfriend. Or, is that yeah. what it is? Filling yeah, someone else's roles? Filling out someone else's roles. And Being, I'm sure that David Hyde Pierce was fine with it. I would assume that his contract was only for X amount of dates. And so, why not pass yeah, it off? why not? And, by the way, Victor Garber 
Mustache City. Is it? Yeah, he on looks, the couch. He looked like so handsome. He's yes. the one handsome uh, man. Absolutely, yeah. that is for the role. On, yes. on Hello Dolly. Oh, well, he should keep mm. that mustache, yeah. and he should just. Um, <laughs> he in Titanic. He kind of was a heavy in a way. That's he was the I man thought. who. He was the architect of the boat, That's of the right. ship. There and we he go. was the one that was warning people, there aren't enough lifeboats. Yes, <laughs> yes. now yes. I remember. Yes. I'm okay. sure all the people who've seen that movie two dozen times That's how people really know Victor Garber that is true. Titanic. Yeah. Okay, well, here's another one for Victor Garber about the other thing he's known for, alias. Hey, Andy, my question's for Victor. Okay. With every TV show getting a re- reboot now, what do you think the chances are for alias reboot? Uh, Slim. <laughs> I mean, for me, I, I, I know they're, I think they're going to do, uh, but you know, I, I, I got blown up. Oh, well, there you go. So I'm, I but do you think it. they would ever do revisit that character with Jen? I, I, no, I, I, it, it would be odd. Right. Because she's a mother of three. Right. But, but uh, I think, they, 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 I think the idea of Alias um, and the family uh-huh. and the spies, I think they'll probably, so I think they're probably working on that now. Bernadette. I'd like to be in it, by the way. Yes, I would like you to, too. Uh, I can't speak to Alias because I never watched yeah, it. Me neither. But I guess, does he have a point? Would 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 there be a mom of three who could realistically be a spy? Could you do that job? That, well, could right. a father of three even be a spy? Only if, only if someone else is watching the kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'd be the only way you could be a spy. Oh, of course. Yeah. I thought that that was kind of the issue... <sighs> When remember when Angelina Jolie did the movie Salt? Yes. And her character had something with her children where I think Angelina Jolie was like this character could not be doing what she was doing if there were kids at home. Because she was a mom. Because she she was was a mom and she understood Mm -hmm. that. Yeah, you couldn't just disappear for two weeks weeks or something to go do something. So I guess that's (laughs) what he was fine. But anyway, at the end of it, he's like, but I'm available if you do it. But no, that's not happening. All right, let's uh, let's play the other one. Oh, this is, they got a little dishy about audience behavior and coming backstage uh, meeting actors. Finally, Bernadette Peters and Victor Garber have booked many Broadway shows in their their illustrious careers. But when it comes to their Broadway etiquette books, what behavior makes the cut? Here's what I'm going to go through some potentially dicey theater scenarios. You both tell me if it makes you say, hello, Dolly, or so long, dearie. Um, Thoughts on people who make loud noises with their snacks during the show. Does it bug you? So long, Derry. Yes, you hate it. Um, thoughts on people who wear very casual clothes to the theater? Hello, Derry. Okay, hello. <laughs> it's okay, Derry. Yes. Thoughts on people who applaud when an actor enters the stage, flattered or distracting? No, hello, Dolly. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. I'll, think, let, I'll let you know what happens. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Thoughts on people who record performances on their phones. Horrible. Yes. A-Rod was shooting the Bruce Springsteen thing. That's not right. Terrible. Thoughts on people who get up to use the restroom right in the middle of an emotional ballad. Ooh, bad. So long, dearie. Yes. Um, thoughts on people who secretly try to text during the show, but you can obviously see their oh, light. Get out of You should be killed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thoughts on people who are too excited and whistle, jump, uh, you know, whistle or jump up and down after a song is completed. Is too excited bad? No. No. No, you like it. Yeah. Um, All right. Thank you very much. Put the phone away. Put the phone away. And then he said, what should someone say if they saw you in a show and it wasn't really good? What, What should you say to the actor who's a friend of yours? 
And Victor Garber said, you were fabulous. Yeah, right. <laughs> of course, of course. Perfect answer. Perfect answer. All right, listen, when we yeah. come back, we got the dirt alerts. This is a My Talk dirt alert. All right, Elizabeth, I hope you're bringing us the dirt we want, not the dirt we don't. Well, you know, <laughs> it just depends on the day. Okay. Uh, you know what I do? I give you the dirt you need. All right, oh. there you go. It's not what you want. It's not what you don't. It's what you need. All Unfortunately, right. this is where I have to start. Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee. No, we want, this is just unbelievable. Oh, it is unbelievable. It is just one thing after another. So here's the latest. All right. Pamela Anderson slamming her ex, Tommy Lee, calling him the definition of narcissist slash sociopath a disaster spinning out of control she's talking about tommy because tommy said he's going to press charges against their 21 year old son brandon thomas lee isn't there someone who loves all of them that can get these guys oh, to settle my down? gosh i right. would hope so keep your beefs private no kidding tommy and brandon got into a fight uh, it left Tommy Lee with a fat lip. Brandon allegedly uh, punched Tommy and knocked him unconscious in an argument. This is after Tommy Lee lashed out at Pamela Anderson on social media in response to her talking about their past abusive relationship in an interview with Piers Morgan. Now, Pamela Anderson, uh, you know, they were only married for three years in the mid-90s. She's posted a message on her. They had two children. Yes. Yep. And he went to jail for six months. Uh Exactly. And he pled no contest. Mm -hmm. Uh, He, Pamela is alleging that Tommy is an alcoholic, says that their son was scared for his life and acted out of self-defense. She said, I will never talk to Tommy again before he is sober and in his right mind. Though he's made attempts to contact me, I have blocked him. It is impossible to reason with crazy. I stand beside my son who acted out of self-defense and was scared for his life. Nobody understands the lifetime of disappointment this man has brought our family. Consistently the center of sadness, drama, and confusion confusion jealous of his son's talent and beauty from the day they were born he is sick the definition of narcissist slash sociopath boy pretty damning words she also alleges yes holly pamela anderson also alleging that tommy lee's fiance Brittany furlan keeps him drunk she went on to say, I pray Tommy gets the help he needs. His actions are desperate and humiliating. He is a disaster spinning out of control, and he is not acting like a father. No, and he's that not son, acting like a father. No, not at all. He's also um, continuing to say that Brandon doesn't want to see his dad in jail. He well, just wants oh, him to get sober. Don't you think it's interesting that, uh, that his fiance told TMZ about Pam's claim that she keeps him drunk all day? She doesn't deny it. She says, Tony. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? 
Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Hey, Tommy is a grown-up and makes his own decisions. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and He doesn't deny that he's drunk all right. day. No. Well, oh, and then the reports boy. were that Brandon was living with his dad because he wanted Tommy Lee to get sober. And Which then is he was just, like, to, so sad. Yes. That is not up, that, that, that's, that's not that's his, his responsibility. That's not he's, his what, 20 years old? Yeah, that's no, not. No, but that no. is... The, that is the thing that you wear, though. If you if you have some a parent who does have the, the struggle with addiction, right, right, the, right, you know, the kid does grow up fast. I and mean, we were talking about with Heather Locklear, I yes, know. you know, and, and her Tommy daughter Lee's ex. Well, and it's interesting because Ava Sambora is, I think, the same age as Brandon. Brandon. Boy, yeah. yeah. Well, they probably would be good friends because they have a lot in common. They definitely mm-hmm. do. And they become the caretakers. Yes. And they become, they feel like they have to take care right. of their parents. And right. there's this just deep desire to do that. And I thought Tommy said he was going off social media last night. And then three hours later, he's drunk vomiting back to TMZ. I even know. worse. I mean, but the, isn't that always the case with people when they delete, yes. say they're going to be off of social yep. media, then they're back on. Then, oh, yeah, oh. it's not good. And then even that 911 call from the fiance seems seemed so bizarre in how she told the story. Yeah. Yeah. Right. She's like, we weren't, do- he, my husband wasn't doing anything. Right. Brandon just came in here out of nowhere and punched him. Like yeah, you that. Can Hollywood speak uh, the whole yeah. Thing. I mean, that was like a whole staged phone call of, mm. of how you were trying to play this. Right. Yeah. Okay. Somebody else who's dealing with some trouble is Tori Spelling. Police showed up at Tori Spelling's oh, doctor's office oh, no. after Dean McDermott raised concerns. So this happened yesterday. Uh, TMZ is reporting that Dean McDermott called the cops to check up on Tori after she left their house on Wednesday. Now, we don't know the specifics of exactly why Dean McDermott was so concerned, but apparently Tori left with one of their kids and went to the doctor. And then three Ventura County Sheriff's units surrounded a building in Thousand Oaks, California, while Spelling was inside. And then Dean McDermott is standing outside the office holding their one-year-old baby. Uh, we don't know what was so upsetting to Dean McDermott, why he thought that Tori was in danger. Um, but police went in, determined that nobody had anything going on and that she was mentally stable. And so then they left. Those two mm. are fighting and this yes. is what they're bringing it to? It's My word. Good. Are they mm. filming a reality show? Somebody tell me. I know. Boy. Yeah, this is all staged. This yeah. is Ugh. coming just a week after police were dispatched uh, over a disturbance at the family home. We've been talking about that for a couple of days. That's when police received a call for service after um but police said it was a domestic incident and no crime was committed oh, i don't know what's going on there no. uh jessica capshaw and sarah drew will exit gray's anatomy after season 14 so if you're still on the gray's anatomy train yeah. i just give you that arizona they play um dr arizona robbins and drew plays dr april kepner they They're- joined after i left so you left pretty early on. Yeah, then. that's pretty early. You left it because if they've been on for like what ten well, seasons. Well, I guess I saw Jessica Capsha the yeah. first season that she was on, and she came on. I was like, why did they cast this lady? <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess they're exiting due to the show's creative direction. No other series regulars are expected to leave. Well, let's a creative speak that. direction. Well, you know, we were talking off the air with uh, Chris Hewitt, who came in to talk movies, and he was saying. That because Ellen Pompeo has such a massive payday that Grey's Anatomy didn't have any money left to pay these people. Isn't that what happens? Yeah, and that their contracts, I did read in Deadline.com, that their contracts are year by year and the producers have the option to let them go. 
at the end of the season. Just like oh, any good soap opera. Yeah, Sometimes really you gotta is. write people out oh, for the drama. Man. Oh, have some serious incidents. <laughs> the sacrifices that are made. <laughs> uh, judge wants Bethany Frankel's daughter to see a psychologist. No, finally. Oh, yeah, okay, no, finally. That's I would good. say. Uh, but the judge is not gonna change the custody agreement that she has her with her ex-husband for now. They were in court today. This decision came following another fiery court appearance for these two. This mm-hmm. involved... Uh, Jason Hoppy's recent stalking charges while his attorneys were claiming that Bethany doesn't actually care about their daughter's best interest. These two, it's very hard to raise a child together when you hate each other. When you hate each other that much. Yeah. I mean, I mean that I shouldn't much. laugh at it. I mean, we were just talking well, about Tommy Lee and I know. Pamela. They, you can imagine that they have not had a great co-parenting relationship. I mean, we might laugh at people who do the... I'm going to do it for my kids, you know, uh-huh. but that is they at least say the that, better way to go about it. Absolutely it absolutely take the high road instead yeah. of the constant fighting. Well, right? I know. What do I always say, you guys? You have to be so careful who you reproduce with. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Buy I a mean. house with anybody, but be careful who you reproduce with. Namaste, Elizabeth. Thank you. Disney released <laughs> drone video of the new Star Wars park. It's going to be massive and huge and unbelievable. Oh, it's oh, so it's it's it. Is this it at Disneyland like in Anaheim? Yes, it's in, oh. in Anaheim. You're right. They have the... Two new Star Wars themed lands. There's one going, coming to Anaheim. Have they just been buying up land? No, they built it over the pre-existing land, so no more Mark Twain's adventures down the river. Oh, that's oh, what it okay. is. That's what they did. They got rid of that and put in Star Wars. Well, that was probably kind of old timey. Yeah, a little. Yeah, super old timey. It's gonna be huge. It looks cool. All right, cool. Was that the dirt you wanted or it the really, dirt you needed? It was the dirt we needed. <laughs> You're welcome. All right, we got Kenny with the traffic, and as if we haven't had enough theories today, we're gonna have one more. Speaking of old timey, hi. Hi. Hey, that was cool. She has a theory. So many theories, so little time. Getting my tinfoil hat on right now, Lori, so we're all secure for the segment. All right, so I never really worry about anybody or anything. You know, like, Julia will have, like, world causes that she'll worry about or specific things with this, that, or the other thing. You just let it go. But But the one thing I do worry about sometimes is mostly via because of my, like, nieces and nephew, but... I've wondered about the imprinting of all this stuff that gets put on social media with what people put kind of maybe things get too dear diary oh, or they yes, get too yes. um, sweary or leaving the the trail the tra- of evidence. Yes, the digital life, the crumbs. Digital, yes, the digital crumbs. <laughs> the so what you're saying crumbs. is that maybe they didn't they put something up ten years ago that is not a reflection and now, of the person they and are. And now. now now they might be graduating from college yeah, right. or maybe they are um they took a some a, a little bit of gap time and they're going back to school. But they're trying and and I I'm like, what are these people going to what are how are they going to clean up their digital crumbs? That's a good question, Lori. Well, you know well, what? Glad you asked, Holly. Yeah, because <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I mean, ask or think about something, and sooner or later, somebody else is thinking about it. Yes, the and hive mind is working. Two different companies, two different ways that you can, if you're in this position, 
get scrubbed on your social media to get rid of things that look bad, fail the smell test, mm-hmm. could keep you from getting a job, keep you from getting an opportunity. It's not who you are anymore, but because our diaries now are out loud yes. for everyone forever. Whereas yep. before, haven't you ever run into an old diary or something or a notebook and you kept notes and you were so dramatic and you're like, <gasps> well, yeah, you're a completely different person. Even, you know, think about people who are on Facebook now and they're sharing things from maybe high school and now they're full-fledged adults, adults. and you don't want that out there. Oh, awful. So what awful. do you do? Because even if you close the account, it's still, still there. Yeah. yeah. Who are you going to call? Who are you going to call? Well, here we go. Here's what. In this digital era, there can be a steep price for what you put out on social media. If you're applying for a job, if they don't like what they see, that might be the end of the process. Two popular sites, Scrubber and Reppin' Up, are services that scour your internet posts for you. Social media marketing expert Terry Rice says they're among the simplest to navigate. So at New York's General Assembly School, with his guidance, we decided to give them a try with three willing job seekers, David, Ara, and JR. First up, Scrubber. Within minutes of logging on, the site flags hundreds of posts for all three. So how does Scrubber work? It's $19 for the first month and $9 to continue. It scans your social media profiles, then issues a report card with a grade. In fact, our subjects scored D's across the board. Tons of questionable material immediately popping up. Like this photo of JR holding a beer at a concert, using an expletive to describe the experience. But Scrubber also flagged pictures that seemed benign. Next, we move on to Reppin' Up, which charges a $20 flat fee. It links back to each post and lists reasons why it might be harmful. Like Scrubber, our job seekers say Reppin' Up seems a bit sensitive. It flags L-M-A-O. Rice discourages the use of that A-word acronym online, but says... At the end of the day, you want to be free to be your own authentic self at work. After spending some extra time looking at the results, David and JR chose Reppin' Up. It was a more accurate depiction of the things that I believe might be deemed inappropriate. You can see why they're picking these things. Ara went with Scrubber. Scrubber definitely had pulled more content from me from my personal Twitter account. Keep in mind, both services do have their limits. For example, neither picked up a snarky tweet from Ara about a former boss, where she basically says she already finished the work her boss asked about. We don't have humans looking at these posts to flag them. This is all being done via computers. Ryan Angeli is the CEO of Scrubber. He says Ara's tweet didn't get flagged because the computer didn't detect profanity or anything objectionable. Each company lets users decide what to keep and delete. In the end, David, Ara, and JR agreed a social media cleanse was money well spent to stay out of the digital doghouse. (laughs) And you could just do it once. That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. I, you I, could I do like the twenty dollar, you know, and then like like the report said, you know, you can kind of decide. But there are a couple, and I'm thinking of one niece in particular. Uh. And when she is done with school, she is going to have to scrub, like with um, a bucket of soap and water in the digital oh, age, really? because she has been so used her Facebook as, as a dear, confessional as a booth. confessional dear diary Ooh. with sure. lots of complaints and lots of swearing yeah. and lots of petty petty BS yeah. airing out on Facebook and I, I I take one look at that and if I was a potential I would be like 
There's no way I'm hiring that girl. (laughs) This person doesn't have a filter. Are they going to compromise my company? Yeah, Yeah. she's just going to be an absolute disaster. Mm -hmm. So she's just... Yeah, and it's interesting because Facebook, at least for me, Facebook, I keep it very private. It's just what I choose to do. But that even though it's in private settings, I'm always aware that anything I put on social media, I would want anyone to be able to read. Yes. And anyone in any circumstance, even if it's a little, you know, snarky, a little whatever, you have to be comfortable with anybody looking at whatever you put and then making judgments about that. Absolutely. Well, and that here, so this isn't really so much a theory or anything, but I did, I have just wondered about that. I'm like, oh God, what are people going to do? But at least Mm -hmm. now we know. But this was a, uh, uh, this was a theory um, about that the digital footprint or the digital crumbs that you leave behind, they think it's too new, but it's being done um, at John Hopkins. They Researchers and technology companies are tracking people's social media posts, calls, scrolls, and clicks, looking for behavior changes that could correlate with disease. Mm. Because people touch their phones on average 2,617 times a day. Oh, what? Who are these people? But it leaves a trail of data, and they're wondering if interactions with the digital world could unlock secrets of disease. This sounds like a grant that has just been given to somebody (laughs) for for no good reason other than the words digital crumb. Yeah, yeah. Because but this would be fascinating. I, I imagine that they're just looking at your your behavioral patterns. Well, yeah, and, like here's one yeah. here's one company that said uh, they're interested in looking for sleep problems, and they uh, and uh-huh. I'm like, but the fact that you can tell who your Twitter users are and what they're if they're getting that you're tracking your sleep, it seems creepy to me for them to know that. Well, they would know that based on if you're touching your phone in the middle of the uh, night, if you're checking in on your social media accounts, then it could say, uh, when was the last time that you logged into Twitter? Did you log in at three in the morning? Oh, did you, you know, oh, did it's you like touch? Alexa laughing. Yeah. When yeah. was the last time that you, you know, touch your phone? When did you push your button? When did you use your operating system? Isn't How that, is this happening? Is that creepy? Like, yeah, totally is, creepy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like I, you you forfeit a lot more than, than you think. know yeah. when you use this kind of stuff because always remember nothing is free. Yeah, nothing is free. I have the tied well, up in the rest of the well mouth. tied up with a bow. Just remember, yeah, your Facebook account is free, but you're paying with your data. You're paying with your clicks. They're your watching what you like, yeah. everything that you like, everything that you comment yeah. on. They're liking it. And they're they mod- let the Russians in. And they let the <laughs> Russians in. And they let the Russians in. And they let the Russians in, And the in, Americans Lori. are coming back. And I- I'm telling you, <laughs> the Russians know how to use poison. And they know how to use Kupramat. <laughs> what? I mean, if you pay K-R-O-M-A-P-A-T. It's the number one way Russians compromise what? people. Oh. Compromote sexually. Oh, Sexual okay. dirt. They get yeah. the, That's Sexual like a red dirt. sparrow. Oh, oh no, that's what they Lord. do. It's the easiest way to trick people. So somewhere. next time you like that ad for bounty uh, toilet paper, <laughs> whatever, just know. Mm-hmm. Nothing no. is free. Okay. And, why and how about the so Alexa? Alexa, oh, laughing. Alexa, la- yeah. I unplug the Alexa. So do we I. Ha- we have an Alexa at home. So I. I unplug it. I don't want it to know. Also, know that your phone may or may not be listening to you. Now, I want to mention, 
Maybe I just find that out. Well, you know, here's an interesting thing. Maybe I just mentioned, you know, bounty paper towels. I'll be watching out in the next day, Lori, whether or not some kind of ad for bounty comes up in my Facebook feed or anything like that. Haven't you ever had a conversation before, Lori? Now, this happens. This has happened to me and my mom in Facebook Messenger. My mom and I are sitting in the living room. We probably have our laptops up and we're both working on things. And I remember one time we were talking about Ralph Lauren. I never buy anything from Ralph. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Right. And it was it was just a completely off topic. What do I she see? She looks like the- a Ralph Lauren. Yeah, it, it, it she was looks just, like a Ralph Lauren lady. It yeah, was like something like Something like that. We were having a conversation, whatever, off comment, what pops up in my Facebook feed. Okay, but an advertisement creepy. for Ralph Lauren. Do you Lauren. watch X-Files at all? Yes, but I'm Did terribly behind. Oh, last night's was perfect. Uh, so Scully and Mulder, they are targeted. Here's the synopsis. It was great. There was okay. hardly any dialogue. Scully and Mulder are targeted in a lethal game of cat and mouse. With, with the, the ever, Russians? No. Okay. With the ever-increasing evolution of automation and artificial intelligence. Oh. Mm. It's happening. It's really good. And it's like, oh my God, they're being watched. And oh. Skynet. Yeah. yeah. Skynet. This is not a theory. This is a demand. I do not want to live in the clockwork orange age. Okay. I'm just taking myself out of the well, equation. Whenever that happens, maybe it's uh, 75 years from now. I know I won't be here. Yeah. And I can say I'm quite glad. I don't think I could deal with it. Very good. All right. Very good. We'll be right back. Whatever it's Whatever it takes, uh, we got to direct you to our show page right now. And from Serena Williams to Madonna, the best celebrity feminist quote this Women's International Women's Interna- International, International Women's Day. Women's Day. Right. Yes. Fabulous. So, anyway, and there were a lot. That was our favorite headline of the day was uh, um, all the stars celebrating it on social media. And Emma Watson posted, it almost looks like she's in front of the um, Ivy Wall at Kitson's. 
Oh, remember Kitson's, R.I.P. Kitson's, the or, or, store um, in Los Angeles? Not the, Kit- uh, what, the Ivy, the restaurant? No, or? not the Ivy, but the other Fred store. Siegel? Fred Siegel. Fred the, Siegel on Santa Monica she, Boulevard. She could very well be. It and looks she's like some, wearing a leather jacket, right? That looks like it could it be. It looks like totally it came from Fred Siegel. Girls I think just right. want to have fundamental human rights. Yes, I think that. That is exactly where she is. And it's a cute picture. I know. I like it. Um, And by the way, speaking of um, International Women's Day, this is also the day that Serena Williams returns playing in the first round at Indian Wells. GMA had a report on it this morning. It's her first tournament since uh, she left the tour during her pregnancy, but she left only after she won the Australian Open seven weeks pregnant. That's right. And she's coming into the match unranked. She's been off so long. Wow. So, so she has uh, quite a ways to go, I would yeah. assume, <laughs> she told the, to get the top spot back. She told the Wall Street Journal she doesn't expect to be perfect. This is just a warm-up. And the Wall Street Journal agreed. They said elite athletes like Serena time their peaks. Mm. And um, she plays the way she plays because she does so much preparation and thinking before matches. What she wants is more slams. Yeah. The next Grand Slam is the French Open. Right, in May. In May. Yeah. She has two months to get into match shape, mm-hmm. and she could tie Margaret Court's record of 24. And only three women have even won Grand Slams after having a baby. Wow. Ooh. Well, three. I think Serena and can do it. And none of them doing it at do it. Serena's age. No, how old is she? 37. 37. Yeah, that's... That's old for a tennis player. Well, but Serena's they keep, greatest they, of all time. Yeah, and the game she's is amazing. competitive, and she's yeah. keeping up with the... Uh, she wants it to be hard. She's competing against people who want to win as badly as she does, and they're... A lot 10, younger. <laughs> a lot year, younger. Yeah. 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 10, 15 years younger, 10, probably. Yeah. Well, so, good. Good anyway. for her. Oh, my God. I'm her sure baby well. is so cute. Oh, little Alexis Jr. Oh, my God. That oh, baby is, yes. like, really... Adorable. Very adorable. Much so. Um and speaking of adorable, um, Vanna White on the trends, she can't believe she wore it. And I was just thinking of this the other night when I saw Vanna White on Wheel of Fortune. She looks exactly the same. Yes. Yeah, it's kind of true. It it, it yeah. really helps to have a long shot and a soft focus. No, she looks no, beautiful, but, but like hair. the same figure. yes. She's, you, she's had the same hair yes. kind yeah. of and Yes, but she has maintained that aesthetic. I mean, maybe the shoulder pads have gotten a little smaller, smaller right. and she's you know up to date. But you're absolutely right. Yeah, my gosh, my it's wheel just incredible. of fortune is still. And on. guess who oh, yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow's first Goop podcast? Remember, she said it was uh, going to be an A list. We would be thrilled. Beyonce. Remember, we thought it yesterday. We thought a it was Beyonce. Steam machine. Yeah. No. Guess who? Oprah. Oh, of course. Uh, yes. How. How that How symbiotic I don't know if I'm necessarily interested in listening to that podcast, I have to say. Yeah. I, Goop interviewing the best one of the best interviewers in the world. I just feel like Oprah will just be feeding her she's gonna help her by doing all the talking. She's gonna uh, save Gwyneth the the She's just going to do a lot of talking because she knows Gwyneth is going to be terrible and she's got a movie to promote. <laughs> She'll give long answers. And um, she's got a movie to promote. And they're Here's the Goop podcast. Gwyneth Paltrow and Goop's chief content officer, Elise, chat with leading thinkers, cultural changers, and industry disruptors, from doctors to creative CEOs to spiritual healers, about oh, shifting no. old paradigms oh, and no. starting new conversations. Lori, be sure to check back every Thursday no. for new 
new episodes. I would love it if Oprah would confront her about some of the nonsense well, she she's said. Well, Oprah, I know, the, Oprah I know is, she's not. Oprah is just as much a member of Fantasyland as Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. Let me tell you, yeah. Doctor. Yeah. Buys into all that nonsense. Uh, Donnie, mm. what planet have you been living I'm on? Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, these two know each other. They yes. probably live by each other in Montecito mm-hmm. and blah 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 and. Anyway, but um, yeah, she did get Oprah, but Oprah is making herself very available. Yes. Yeah. Well, she has a movie to sell. She does. A Wrinkle in Time, which unfortunately is not getting the best reviews. No, no. it's no. 50-50. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. All right. And she here's her one thing she tells Gwyneth and when she's telling, talking, talking, so Gwyneth can't ask questions. <laughs> here's what she said. I've lived... As you've lived every other week in the tabloids. See right there, they're in fantasy land. Oh, okay. So relatable being so in the relatable. Yeah. She said, I was always glad when you were on to take the heat off me. I'm glad somebody else is on it. Wait, who was saying this to who? Oprah is saying Oprah this saying to Goop. This to Goop. <laughs> Gwyneth took the heat off of Oprah. Yeah, the and again, they're they're in celebrity BS land yeah. right here. <laughs> every time I would get so upset about it, Maya. Angelo, Angelo would say, course, but naturally. babe, you don't have anything to do with that. But and she, and then and Oprah said, yeah, but I know it's not true, and blah blah blah. And she says, but you're not in it. it has nothing to do with you. It just has to do with whoever sat at their computer. And uh, it's been happening so long. Who's ever sitting there? They're just trying to sell stories. Just forget about it. And that's when Oprah gave her big revelation to Goop. That's when she stopped making. As many public appearances with Stedman, because mm. every time there's a new photo, there is a new story. And of course, she's talking about the triangle that Stedman's her beard yep. and Gail's her lover. Oh, oh that's that a triangle. that is a classic yeah, tabloid. That's like the story. Richard that, Gere that, yes. tabloid with oh, the gerbil. The gerbil. With the gerbil. The gerbil. Gerbil. Richard Gere gerbil. Gerbil. Yeah, you know, tomato, tomato. But you're right. It's the one that never quite goes the away. Way. So she said that's why she and Stedman don't do that. So you see how she was bonding. They were bonding over. Isn't it terrible oh. to have magazines mm. want to write fake our stories? Lives are so hard. Mm. We're disruptors. We want to so have hard. our good reading, but we just don't want it to be about us. Mm. We like picking up those. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and is this a good idea? Is Gwen Stefani going to get a Las Vegas residency? I hope she does. Do you? I think this would be perfect for her. Okay, yeah. Uh, e says that they are uh talking to her or people are talking to her she would like to do it too because her kids same reason Brittany age. did it and celine and celine the backstreet yeah, boys right. j-lo and uh, yeah she is going to take over the zappos theater that's what zappos paid to have the planet hollywood theater named after him well they're the hometown uh brand yeah that's in true. las vegas oh, yeah. and well, that uh, makes sense. that's where britney performed and so you like this i like this if she's at planet hollywood i think she is the perfect act to fill that I do space too. I do too. and i think that her show in vegas would be super fun. fun i you know i went to her concert with the not very many people and she has so many great songs she does. She could do a Vegas show. It would be amazing. I would go and see it. Yeah, it would be a good... This is a good idea, Gwen. Mm-hmm. You go get it. All right, listen. We'll, you guys go get it, too, and we'll come back and get it tomorrow. Job done. Off you go.